Well, hello. <laughs> Wondered where you went. <laughs> it is lovely to see you all this morning. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I chose that song not because I think any of us are broken or our community is broken or our world is broken. I chose it specifically for those, for those lines in the middle there. When your trust is all but shattered, when your faith is all but killed, you can give up, bitter or battered, or you can slowly start to build. And where we are and where I am and where I think we are collectively in this trauma is, you can go lay down somewhere maybe but not, it's okay, where's your turtle? Her turtle's somewhere. But the idea here is that we are not broken, but we are being wakened and shaken up. That's my view of everything in the last 19 months prior and whatever, whatever time frame you want to give it. If we are looking at crisis in the environment, crisis in the ecology, crisis in politics, world religions, anything, a pandemic, whatever you want to call it, we are being shaken awake. And we have a choice. Do we not? In this teaching, we talk about choice all the time. We have a choice that we can give up and become bitter and battered or we can slowly start to build, rebuild, build a new city, a new consciousness. That's what this is really about. That song came from the musical Godspell in 1973, and there was a movie, if you remember, in every high school, including mine, did Godspell as a musical in the 70s. And honestly, I don't remember, not, I don't remember that song being in the show. It was in the movie, and there were some different lyrics to it. Stephen Schwartz, the composer, actually rewrote some things, the version that I did in 1993 after the Rodney King riots in L.A. Out of the ruin and rubble, out of the struggle and the smoke, can we rebuild? How long ago was that? And we are always, are we not, finding something new we feel is coming at us that we're struggling with, that we're battling with, that we're finding a ray of hope and saying, hey, we get to reconsider. We get to choose differently in every moment. How we are going to do this through our lives, day in and day out. Sometimes it is moment to moment. I know many of you in recovery know very well what that's about. And we don't do it alone. That's what this is about today. Um, Reverend Jill talked last week about healing through crisis. We diverted a little bit away from spiritual economics, although this still ties into it very, very deeply because it's all about our consciousness. She talked about healing through crisis, and this is just kind of that extension of it, that we do the healing and we do our work. We have to do our really deep inner work. We do that by ourselves, but we don't really ever do it all by ourselves. 
and in community, in spiritual community, in a greater community. We've, we've, we have to call on that support. We have to be willing to let go of the idea, as was in the reading and as was in Aida's prayer this morning. Let go of the idea that we have to carry this burden by ourselves on our shoulders. There are not seven point whatever how many billion people on the planet for us to be carrying the entire weight of the world. I don't know if you know this, but I have to remind myself. It is not up to me, by myself. There's all of you, there's all these other people. There are support systems, there is community where we can do this together, where we can grieve, we can question. We can rail, we can curse, we can let all of this stuff out, the pain that we feel, the psychological pain, the emotional feel, the spiritual pain, the questioning of our faith. For those of you watching online and um, who, who may not have ever been in our sanctuary, we have, and I'm not going to ask you to move the camera, but we have on these walls this way, we have 12 quilts, the 12 powers of man, unity's 12 powers. And if you think about a quilt, and if you see these, and, and I believe, it might even still be the story, might still be on the website, I'm not sure, is it? Yes. Um, somewhere there is the story of the quilts, I'm not going to tell you today, but each one has its word at the bottom, faith, love, strength, wisdom, power, imagination, understanding, will, order, zeal, renunciation, and life. Loving hands, many loving hands, took scraps and stitches and put all of these things together to make one picture for each word. And if you think about that, we are each, we're kind of scrappy every now and then. Maybe you don't identify as scrappy. Sometimes I do. <laughs> Sometimes I feel pretty scrappy. But it takes other loving hands to support us, to stitch us, to weave us together, to put us into something, a part of the greater whole. Not just in this spiritual community, but how we reach out to each other and the circles and the circles and the circles that radiate and continue to reach out, move out, pick up somebody along the way and say, hey, I see you. I see you as divine. I see you as that little divine spark. Maybe you don't see it, but I'm here to remind you that you are. And we can build this together. We can support each other. We can do this. I gotcha. Today we are going to do um, an exercise. You didn't know you were going to get a little exercise in church today. A little something different. And yes, I'm going to go ahead and ask um, Leah to pass these out. We are actually going to do a visioning a visioning for spiritual community, not specifically this one. And those of you at home, um, if you I'm going to give you a few minutes. If you have something to write on, grab a pen, a notebook. Um, the, the beauty of, trans, uh, of technology is that you can go back and listen to this, and it, as you in the room can as well, because this is an exercise you can do all the time, all throughout your life. Please do not, before you open it up, I'm going to be school teacher here, hold on to it. Do not open it up yet, please. Rules of the game, I know, I know, and I look, I'm curious, what's it, what does it say? These are for you, you're not turning these in, I'm not looking for your answers, we're not. This is an exercise for you, 
what visioning does is for us to tap into the infinite potential, tap into that one mind where everything exists in possibility. And I'm going to ask a series of questions, and as, you go, as we go into kind of a meditation, you'll know. There is no right way, there is no wrong way to do this. This is you tapping into the greater consciousness, asking yourself these questions about where you are, what spirit wants to express through you, as you. Okay. Make sure everybody's got one. So you hang on to the paper. At the end, please just leave your pens on the chair. We'll collect those. But the idea here, I don't want to miss anything that I've written down here. Um, there is an African proverb. You've probably heard it reminds us that alone we can go faster, but together we can go further or farther. <laughs> we, we debated that last Sunday. Is it further or farther? Farther. In this case, it's both. Farther, actually, just for your information, is physically a distance. Further is more of an esoteric idea, further away from a concept. So further, farther, doesn't matter, your choice today. All right? And what I would like to do in the, the, the process of, of doing this visioning, this is not about editing. Visioning is not about making a to-do list or things that your ego thinks you want to have happen. It's going to go by quickly, so you don't get to edit. You don't get to go, oh, well, I think it's that, or I think it's that. If you've never, I'm just going to show of hands, how many of you have ever done a visioning before? Great. So you know what I'm talking about. Like I said, this is tapping, simply tapping into the one mind, that greater potential, the infinite possibility to see what spirit wants, not what our egos want. Okay? And um, just relax. This is about setting an intention before we do this. And my intention for this, as I said, was your questions about spiritual community in general. If you're local, if you're in the area, you know we're going to have a Hug Help Unity Grow meeting on Wednesday evening. This is kind of just an opening, priming the pump for you to start getting in touch with, again, not a to-do list, not a here's the activities, here's the da-da-da-da-da. You, are gonna, you will get images. You will get words. You might get full sentences. You might get a concept. You, and, and it's yours if you want to draw pictures to remind yourself of what it is that's coming through you. And it is coming through as you answer these questions. Okay? So, let's begin. I'm going to invite you First of all, to clear how we're going to clear this channel for opening is we're going to do a little bit of forgiveness work. You go, wait, what does that have to do with what I want, what spirit wants? Well, because when we are in a place of unforgiveness or we are holding a grudge or we are holding something else, it is we're holding this side, it is impossible for us to be open to what wants to come through us. It's impossible. Can't, can't, it can't be doing the push-me-pull-you. can't be doing push-me-pull-you with God. This is about opening up. 
So I'm going to invite you now, if you would, just for the moment, set your paper aside so we can get grounded here in our, in our meditation. And I'm going to ask you to take, those, take a deep breath, make sure your feet are well planted on the floor. Imagine that you are growing roots down through your feet, down through the floor, down into the earth, down into the land, under Wimberley, under the planet, under, down to the center, just as deep as you can go. And I invite you to breathe into opening up the heart. And take another deep breath, letting go of everything that has come before this moment, letting go of any idea, any, any fear that might come up about, oh God, what is she going to say? What am I going to have to think? What am I going to have to do? That is ego. And the idea here is to let that go. You can pick it up later you know it will be waiting there for you. And I invite you to just allow my words to become your words in this prayer, in this simple, very simple forgiveness prayer. And we're going to say it for ourselves first. May I be truly happy. May I live in peace. May I live in love. May I understand the power of forgiveness. May I recognize that my life has deep meaning and good purpose. Go ahead and take a deep breath. And I invite you now to bring to mind any one person or situation that is in your life right now that you might be feeling a little challenged extending compassion or empathy toward. And as we breathe in again, I'm going to invite you to let these words be yours and you're going to direct them towards that person or that situation. May you be truly happy. May you live in peace. May you live in love. May you understand the power of forgiveness. May you recognize that your life has deep meaning and good purpose. And I'm going to ask you to throw a whole bunch of love behind it as I say the first lines again, directing towards that person or that situation. Here we go. May you live in peace. May you live in love. May you live in peace. May you live in love. May you be truly happy. May you be truly happy.
And so what I ask you to direct your meditation towards now is the idea that community, spiritual community, the people in spiritual community for you, recognizing that as it is right now, it is good. All is well. Recognizing that at this moment in time, we are exactly where we are supposed to be. Doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing. Learning how to be a greater expression of that one mind, that one heart that is operating in and through and as us all the time. We are okay. And we will continue to be okay. So from that place of acceptance and just knowing, absolutely just being right here for the moment, knowing everything is taken care of, everything is in divine order. I invite you to open up your page. And I'm going to ask the first question. And it's up on your screen for those of you at home. It's up here as well. It's also on your page. So with that centered and grounded knowing that all is well and all is in divine right order right now, we ask that very first question of spirit. What is spirit's highest idea of itself for my spiritual community? And we listen with an open heart and an open mind. Remember, this is not a to-do list. Allow yourself to be open. Pictures, colors, words. Okay, and we are not editing. We're going to move right on. And we take a breath in that place of knowing that we are grounded in that truth of spirit. We know that we are centered in this divine right process. And we ask the next question. What must I release so that this idea may be fulfilled through me? What must I release so that this idea may be fulfilled through me? And we listen with an open heart and an open mind.
and taking a deep breath, a deep divine breath, the breath of God, the breath of life, we move to the third question. We ask, what must I embrace so that this high idea may fulfill itself through me? What must I embrace or embody so that this high idea may fulfill itself through me? And we continue to breathe. We continue to breathe into that heart space as we move to the next question. What must I become? Or in other words, how am I being called to stretch and grow so that this vision may be fulfilled through me? I'm going to give you some extra time with this one. How am I being called to stretch and grow so this vision may be fulfilled through me? If you are anything like me at the moment, you're probably being called to stretch and grow a lot. As we all have been in the last many, many months. So the good news is you know how to do it. Maybe not gracefully, Certainly not easily, but you do know how to do it. And because we are guided and because we are being handed everything we need to know in every single moment, we can breathe into this last question. What else? Is there anything else at this time that needs to be known at this time around this vision, around this going inward? Anything that might have been missed in one of the previous questions? And I, missed isn't even a good word, but I think you know what I mean.
So take a deep breath, please. How are you feeling? Some surprises? Some things that might, uh, might be making it a little tight in the gut, maybe a little bit of fear? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for being honest. I know you are anyway. So here's the thing. Here's the follow-up on the other side of this. You have a lot of powerful information in your hands right now directing you, guiding you, that you have, you have asked for it, you've seen it, it's coming through. The close-up part of this process of a visioning is to employ what we call spiritual discernment. And I know particularly around the area of what must I release, that typically is a place where people say, I gotta release some fear. See a lot of nodding heads. Using spiritual discernment is asking the question, okay, then what am I afraid of? It's not just letting it go and saying, okay, I gotta let go of fear, go on my merry way. Because how do we do that? If we don't know what the fear is, how do we let go of it or how do we move through it is a better way to say it. If we can't identify it, if we're, if we're not looking at it going, oh, well, that's not a big deal. We're just letting the monster under the bed get bigger and bigger and bigger by saying, yes, I have fear and I have to let go of it and I'm not doing it right and oh my God, now I'm even more stressed and more anxious and because I'm doing it, okay, I'm just gonna go watch TV. I'm gonna go do something to cope with the anxiety. So the spiritual discernment of asking, just going one step, one baby step deeper. Okay, what is this fear about? And paying attention to the information without, as best you can, without judgment. We talk about this a lot, I know we do. Reverend Jill and I, and in, in the spiritual economics class, it's, and in the, the four agreements that I did prior to this, it's about removing the judgment for thinking of the thought. That's what gets us into trouble. That's what gets us twisted up. Is the minute we go, oh man, I'm feeling anger. Oh, that's a bad thing. I can't feel it. I gotta stuff it down. Or, oh boy, I'm feeling sad. Boy, we've got so much sad. So much sad. And to be able to simply acknowledge it and say, okay, hello, sad, you're here for a minute. I'm going to be gentle with you. I'm not going to judge where it's coming from. I'm not going to judge myself for having it. I'm going to let myself say, yeah, right now things are pretty and I'm sad. So ask one, one layer below. I'm not asking you to go dig up deep, dark stuff. Just one layer below. What's this about? And then the follow-up to that is, what do I want to do with it? What can I do with it? Oh, that's right, I have choice. I have a choice. I can give up bitter and battered, or I can slowly start to build brick by brick, heart by heart, every moment. So thank you for joining with me doing this today, and I'm going to 
leave you with this prayer. You let my words be yours, and we're going to throw this out to the world. May we be truly happy. May we live in peace. May we live in love. May we understand the power of forgiveness. May we truly, truly know that our lives have deep meaning and really good purpose. Thank you all. I love you dearly. Namaste.